the moo there. Pardon me, I tend to moo when excited. Welcome to Bookish Bovine, a family podcast of original stories, songs, and skits. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Mrs. Utterbutter, and I'm on a mission to grow kids' minds by getting them to read and write more. Our first season of stories is about a portly, rather stubborn, four-legged lady, a dog called Billy Joe Jowls, who runs into a whole barn full of zany creatures as she chases after the craziest thing she's ever seen, a giant hot dog. So pick a fluffy patch of grass, hoof and trample it, and settle down because here we move. Come on and read with me. Come on and read with me. Come on and read with me at Bookish Bovine. Moo. We can read it. Let's go, let's go. We can dream it. Let's go, let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. Come on and read with me. Come on and read with me. Come on and read with me at Bookish Bovine. Moo. Episode 1. How to Meet a Giant Hot Dog Once upon a time, there was a land called the Concrete Jungle. And in this jungle, instead of towering trees, there were soaring buildings of glass and concrete. Amongst the buildings... There were cooing doves and pigeons instead of roaring lions and tigers. People and their cars would mill about the ground like ants on grass. In one of those cars, there was a dog named Billy Joe Jowls, BJ for short. Now, what did BJ look like? Picture this, a round mound of doggy pounds with short white fur and little black spots all around her pudgy body as if a seal grew stubby legs and floppy ears. While her body was solid, there was one thing that wasn't. That would be her saggy jowls that dangled down the sides of her snout. The thing her owner, Maria, fussed about the most was the big brown spot over BJ's left eye. Now, BJ loved Maria with all her might, and there wasn't anything she wouldn't do for her. That's my human! And Maria loved BJ just as much. Yep, BJ was a picture-perfect example of a happy dog. But she had a problem. A big, big problem. Dogs are not like humans. Where humans can see all the colors of the rainbow, dogs can only see the shades of the colors yellow, blue, and gray. Everything that's a different color, like red, brown, and green, Those are seen as shades of gray. Because of the lack of color, most dogs relied on their senses to enjoy life. BJ would use her huge snout to smell the meafty waft of bacon in the air. She had two floppy ears to hear the breathy sound of the word, walk. And with the sensitive paws on her feet, she felt the crunch of shaded grass on a hot day. But sometimes... Smelling, hearing, and feeling wasn't enough for BJ. Because our BJ, she was not like other dogs. BJ could only see the world in shades of gray and blue. But most everything was gray. The bright yellow ball she and Maria would play with was gray to her. 
the fluffy white clouds high in the air, gray. The neighbor's multicolored parrot, gray. Gray, gray, gray. Gray all day, every day. But every now and then, there would be the color blue. Imagine blue in a world of gray. Dog world looks flat like a piece of paper, plain like a concrete floor, same, just one color, gray, 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 gray. Dog world looks flat like a piece of paper, plain like a concrete floor, same, just one color, gray, 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 gray. But then if you let it be blue, let it be blue, it pops right off of the page, hops right off of the floor, bursts alive with a twist and a twirl, cause of blue, the brilliant blue. Let it be blue, let it be blue, can it really be, make it true for me, let it be blue, let it be blue, let it be blue, can it really be, make it true for me, let it be blue, jazz paws. Poor BJ, she just wanted a little more blue in her gray life. So here she was now, riding in the car with her humans. For BJ, a car ride was almost as good as seeing blue. Car rides meant being outside the house, out there in the land unknown. And what's more, car rides could also mean a walk once they stopped somewhere. Life was always good riding in the backseat with her human. But that day, BJ's human held worry in her voice. Mama, are you sure you don't know where Mrs. Bellbottoms is? Maria said. BJ tilted her head, trying to remember what Mrs. Bellbottoms was. Then she remembered. Mrs. Bellbottoms was Maria's favorite stuffed pet. BJ wasn't supposed to chew on it, but one day she'd taken it to the closet. It didn't have any blue coloring, but she tried it out anyways. It was squishy. Her jaw sank in and out as if she had been chewing a sponge. What a disappointment. She didn't have any problem obeying the rule after that, and she hadn't touched it since. I'm sorry, princess, but we looked everywhere before we left, her mother said from the front. I hate to say it, sweetheart, her father said, but maybe BJ got a hold of it. Maria and BJ looked at each other for a second. No, daddy, don't say that. I'm not saying she would do it on purpose, Maria. Oh. BJ looked at Maria. Her face was scrunched up like a paper ball. BJ did not like that. <laughs> Don't worry, Miha. We know BJ wouldn't do anything on purpose to hurt you. When we get back home, BJ will help you find her, using that big old snout of hers. Hugs and kisses, right? Hugs and kisses. That was the name Maria's parents used to describe her and BJ's friendship. They were a dynamic duo with a great call and response. When Maria hugged, BJ would kiss. 
hug, kiss, hug, kiss, hug, kiss. Right, Mama. Maria jumped up and squeezed BJ's neck. She squeezed so tightly, her little arm almost disappeared under BJ's floppy jowls. Yes! On cue, BJ slathered Maria's cheek with dog saliva. Is she kissing you? Her mom asked. Yes, said Maria laughingly. I don't know. BJ's gone into our stuff before, Maria's dad said. Maria let go of BJ and hung her head down. BJ licked Maria's cheek again. The drool from her jowls fell on the car seat. But Maria didn't hug back. She wouldn't make eye contact with BJ. Look at me, Maria. Look at me, BJ said. But either Maria didn't understand or she just didn't want to. BJ tried every trick she knew to get Maria's attention. She stared without blinking. Maria still didn't look at her. BJ lightly punched a paw at her arm. Nothing. She whined. Still no. Maria stayed quiet as she looked out the window. In the recesses of BJ's mostly unwrinkled brain, she felt she was being accused of something that caused Maria pain. But she hadn't taken Mrs. Bellbottoms. She really didn't. All BJ knew at that moment was Maria was sad and she would do anything to make her smile again. Meow, 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 meow. Will BJ be able to comfort Maria? Stay tuned while we chew on some hay and take a farm break. Pasture Patches Noun Person, place, or thing Noun cat is sleeping on a noun. Noun cat is sleeping on a thing. Noun cat is sleeping on a... Noun cat, what noun are you sleeping on today? Now. Person, place, or thing. What thing are you sleeping on today? A bed? Now. The couch? Now. Your human's lap? Now. I know, a blanket. Now. Noun cat is sleeping on a blanket. Noun cat is sleeping on a thing. Noun cat is sleeping on a noun. Person, place, or thing. Noun. Good noun cat. Meow. Meow, 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 meow. And now, back to BJ. When we last saw BJ, she was trying to calm her human, Maria, about her missing doll. BJ kept licking her little human. She licked Maria's left cheek until it was shiny wet. Then she did the right. When Maria ducked under her arms, BJ licked the top of her head, tousling her black curls to and fro. BJ kept licking and licking and licking until Maria squealed in delight. BJ jumped up and down as much as she could until she heard Maria's parents bark her name. And when parents bark your name, you sit down, good and quietly. BJ's mission was done. Maria trusted her again. So life was back to being good for BJ. So she went to doing what she was doing at the beginning of this story, looking out the window. But then, Maria took to butchering BJ's eardrums. Oh, Miss Donna had a farm. E-I-E-I-O.
but he was quite all right, because out the window, there was so much going on. Vijay saw a couple of birds made plump by squatting on wires high above. Doves strutted on the ground, their heads going back and forth like little saws. A small dog stood mannequin still on the side of the street. Then, random papers swirled and swooshed in circles at a park. And next, ooh, a cat! BJ smashed her snout against the window. She pawed at the window with quick swipes. Suddenly, something rode slowly into the space between the car and the cat. BJ's tail went as straight and stiff as a husky pencil. The thing was plump and tall, and it smelled really meaty. It was a giant hot dog, the size of a door, riding the two-wheeled thing that drove her crazy every time she saw it. BJ tried to remember what they called it. What is that? It's got two wheels, BJ. What is that? It's metal. What is it? Humans ride on it? A bike! Yes, the giant hot dog was riding a bicycle. It sure was. And even crazier, the hot dog wore a brilliant blue cape that flapped with the wind. A hot dog on a bicycle with a blue cape. Blue. BJ had to get that hot dog. Wasn't that exciting? That BJ, you gotta love her. What do you think it feels like to only be able to see blue in a world of gray? What would it feel like if one of your senses, touch, see, smell, hear, or taste, was different than other people's? Discuss with your friends and family. Now, here's a skit from yours truly, a little something from my days on the farm, called Farm Runs. Moo in, animals. All hooves and paws must toe the line. Okay, stand straight, shoulders back, snouts forward, beaks up. Good. Now I'm Sergeant Utterbutter, and I've been sent by Rancher Ricardo, Rancher Rick to you folk. Since you are new to the farm, I'll need you to introduce yourselves. I'm Private Porkbutt, Sergeant, straight out of Kakalaka Farms. And I'm Gobble Gobble. You mean Private Gobble Gobble? Well, I consider myself to be more open. You know, uh, read me like a book kind of bird. You know, wear my heart on my feather kind of thing. Gobble Gobble. No, I mean, oh, forget it. Privates, you're here to learn how to protect yourself against the bad guys. Who gets to decide who's bad? The ones that will eat you, that's who's bad. There are hawks in the sky, coyotes on the ground, and the only way to protect yourself is to be educated. You must learn to read. Yes, Sergeant. What a goal. How does that work? Because, Private, if you read the warning signs Rancher Rick sets out on the farm marquee, then you will have a heads up when those animals are around, and you can escape to safety. If you put it that way, it sounds reasonable. <laughs> How do you hear anyways? I don't see any ears. Well, my friend, a wise human once wrote, Believe nothing you hear, and only half that you see. <laughs> oh, gobble gobble. Snout's alive. Let's go for a march. Old Rancher Rick was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he, uh-huh. 
Old Rancher Rick was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he, uh-huh. Well, he wrote a noun, and he wrote a verb, and he wrote a sentence for me, uh-huh. Well, he wrote a noun, and he wrote a verb, and he wrote a sentence for me, uh-huh. The cow jumped over the moon. The cow jumped over the moon. Merry old cow was she. Merry old cow was she. There's none so fair that it could compare with reading and writing, uh-huh. There's none so fair that it could compare with reading and writing, uh-huh. Old Rancher Rick was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he, uh-huh. Old Rancher Rick was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he, uh-huh. Well, he wrote a noun, and he wrote a verb, and he wrote a sentence for me, uh-huh. Well, he wrote a noun, and he wrote a verb, and he wrote a sentence for me, uh-huh. The cow jumped over the moon. The cow jumped over the moon. Merry old cow was she. Merry old cow was she. There's none so fair that it could compare with reading and writing, uh-huh. There's none so fair that it could compare with reading and writing, uh-huh. Oink. Oink. Moo. Moo. I hope you had a great time. Please join us next week to see what happens with BJ and her furry friends. Will BJ catch up to the giant hot dog? What's going to happen next with BJ? When I was a kid, I used to dream a magical horse would ride alongside me as I rode a car or bus. The horse would soar over massive ditches and swatches of water, even three-story buildings. Have you ever dreamed of a magical creature or friend being at your side? What did it look like? Try creating a story about you and your magical creature or friend. Write about it. Have a loved one write it for you. Or you could even just say it into a recorder. If you like this episode of Bookish Bovine, please share with your friends and family. Until next time, please chew the literary fat at our website, bookishbovine.com. There you can check out kids' book reviews, download transcripts of episodes, print out connected dots of our wonderful characters, and other fun activities. Have a great day. Bovine. Moo.